How long is it till Thanksgiving again? I think like seven weeks. Seven? So we maybe week. six. <laughs> That's a long fucking time, bro. Yeah. We haven't had no breaks since Labor Day. This nigga dead, man. Literally every week I say this shit, I really mean it. But like, I think I keep thinking I can't get any more tired. And then the week after, I'm more tired than the week before. Just keep dying slowly. Yeah, bro. I've been thinking about skipping class. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I haven't done it yet, but, like, I'm dead ass. Like, every day I wake up, I ain't going to this class. Only to go, and it's a waste of fucking time. <sighs> it's so sad. And plus, the weather's starting to get cold. It's been raining. It's been flooding. I don't know about floods. It definitely flooded, like, a couple days ago. Where? That one night it was raining super hard. Did you not notice? The, was, seat, the streets were like literally flooded. I mean, I was in my dorm. I was just chilling. So, like, I saw it rain. I didn't know it was flooded. Yeah, if he was out late, it was flooded. I, that's why so many people was making noise that night trying to run. Swear to God, I thought some kids never saw rain before how, how they were screaming. I heard, like, oh, look at the puddle and just start splashing the motherfucker. You heard about that shit? Mm-mm. There was um, some kid who actually, like, swam in a puddle of water in the street. No. There's some dirty-ass motherfuckers we got here, bro. Dirty. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> but hello, 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 hello. Once again, my name is Stevenson Altador. You're welcome. You're listening to the Culture Report. I'm your host, Stevenson Altador, with my lovely co-host. Go ahead and introduce yourselves to the people. Hello, hello, everybody. This is Davey. How have you been? Um, I've been straight. It's an okay week. How about you? It's been straight. You know, CM Life. <laughs> Pissing me off. It's another story for another day. So, <laughs> I want to. I really want to get into the baby right now. Okay. How do we? How do we feel about the baby before we actually going going on this album? Like just in general. Just in general. I like the baby. I think he a cool rapper. Just in general. Just a cool rapper. Mm-hmm. I think he cool. All right. I like you, his music. How do you? Th- did you? Did you listen to his last album, Baby? Yes, baby? I did. How did you feel about that project? Um, everything sounds similar, but I won't say I didn't like some of his songs, even though they do sound similar. Um, I think my favorite song was Really. Um, I did like the intro because it was just a different topic that he talked about. Uh, also like Bop and I like Gospel. Oh, wait, wait. You, you get ahead of yourself. I want the, the album before this one, Baby on Baby. The one oh, where, Baby on Baby? Yeah. Um... I don't really know. I guess it was cool, I guess. Okay. I mean, so you haven't really gone back to listen to it? No, I haven't really gone back to listen to Baby on Baby. All right. So how, so how do you feel about this album then, the Kirk album? Yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah. I, uh, the Kirk album pretty much sounds the same uh, as far as the music taste. Uh, but like I said, um, the intro was obviously a different topic than the rest of the songs or mm-hmm. most of the songs. Uh, my favorite song was really... Um, but for the most part, it was straight. It was just, you know, similar. All right. To so, his usual flow. I mean, he only has one flow. <laughs> Let's be totally honest. He has one flow, one cadence, and um, his, his the producer, Mad. It's weird because he doesn't. He actually has a um a lot of producers on his albums, but. They all sound the fucking same from the production to 
how he just raps and it's, this album was just boring and shit. Yeah, it's crazy that it's different producers. Um, that actually really just surprised me. And I think the main reason I like really is because it is slightly different from the other songs. I don't know if you notice or if it's different to you, but the beat sounded a little different to me. That's why I liked it a little bit more. But yeah. I don't don't look the only song that really sounded like completely different from the others was Gospel with Chance the Rapper and Gucci Man. And YK Oris. I don't know how to pronounce this nigga last name. This nigga Osiris? Oh, fuck that shit. So <laughs> pick a better name. So besides that song, Larry's whole entire album and the intro, because the intro had it sounded different from the rest of the mm-hmm. rest of the project. This sound this sounds like the the this album basically basically is compiled of songs that didn't make baby on baby. That's all it really is. It's legit just the beat the beat cuts, the one that just weren't good enough in throwaway tracks that he put out. I don't sense any effort that was given here. Didn't even stick to a storyline. This have you seen the meme where the nigga was like, I'm mid, I'm mid, yes. I'm mid. <laughs> That's this project, like screaming for fifty for thirty-five minutes. This album thirty-five minutes and it feels like I'm listening for fifty. Yeah, um, it is. It it do. I noticed that too. It's short, but it don't feel short. It feels long as shit. It do. It feel like a fifty minute class. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, like it's long as shit, and you know, like you ever been in class? You have that those two hour classes, but it go by faster than fifty minute ones. Yeah, that's this album. You like <laughs> it, it's not that long. It's only thirty five minutes, but you feel like you stuck in that bitch for eight hours. Yeah, it really wasn't nothing. Um, I guess different about this album um i think he tried to stick with like a theme like he kind of talked about his uh father and him passing away he brought up his daughter a little bit but most of the songs was you know regular schmegler right, so let's 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 go to a bit of conspiracy theories here because i hate conspiracy theories but this i see this shit way too i hear people talk about this way too much okay do you think he made a deal with the devil what? Hear yeah, me out. <laughs> this is not mine now. It's not me. Okay. There are people saying that for him to blow up, he had to sacrifice a family member, which was his father. The same thing also was said about Megan when she first blew up. Because when Ma- I think Megan lost her mother about the, about around the same time, she was blowing up. So do you think, or do you even believe that he he did that to sacrifice his father to be rich. To That's be. a really deep question. Um, Ooh. I would hope not. That's be really <laughs> messed up if he did. I don't know. Do, do you even, do you believe in stuff like that? First off, or like the Illuminati and stuff? Yeah, the consp- conspiracy theories like that. Um, some yes, some no. Some I think just be too out there. Um, like the ones that be on Twitter sometimes. I'd be like, it's a little crazy, or like. Cloning and stuff like that, I'd be like, I don't really know if that really works. Yeah, the cloning one, you know, I mean, they be cloning animals, bro. I mean, it, it ain't too crazy to think. I I just don't know, but um, for, Illuminati, I have seen, like, documentaries and stuff about Illuminati regarding other uh, celebrities. I don't like, know. I don't really know too much about the baby, like, I guess personal. Like, I haven't looked into him that much to think if he would do something like that. Because, I mean... First off, I don't think he did anything like that. Okay. I I don't believe in conspiracy theories like that. Stupid. It just gets something to people to talk about. But the reason why I asked, because, you know, before this album, the intro came out, there was a lot of, there was a minor sec- sector of social media and people saying, 
oh, how come all these new artists are, you know, they blowing up, they somehow have family issues around them. Like, life just doesn't fucking happen. Like, how yeah, I was going to say, people, they're still regular people. Like, like life just doesn't happen. Like, it, 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 it puzzles me how people just think everything is just, like, intercolluded with evil. This shit is so fucking stupid. So with the intro, you know, you, you heard a man who's, who is in pain. He does miss his father. Mm-hmm. He does regret that he was in Miami instead of being back home when his father did pass and they found him, you know, dead. So, you know, it's a very touching song and it sets, it set the, the note for the album really high because you thought he was going to go through this emotional jersey. Journey, my bad. Emotion, you thought he was going to go on this emotional journey and then off the rip, it's so he literally he literally just played off the meme, like he literally said very first thing he said you know you know I don't wait you know I don't wait to the drop you know I don't I just, you know I come off off the rip I don't wait for the drop he started rap because you know he starts rapping before mm-hmm. the beat is on negative zero point one seconds he already started rapping on the motherfucker <laughs> so like he he played he played off the meme but the song is so bland it's so fucking boring and then Bob. I don't like Bob either. I mean, he's talking about, oh, I need something. I need some shit I can bop with. When really, this song is not something I can bop with. It's boring as shit. I read. I've heard better music in a kid's bop toy. You think it's boring because it's like all his other songs. Like if if this was his very first album he came out with, do you do you think you would like it more? No, I just think. This is him with the same style he's always had, but these are the bad songs. That's why okay. I said. That's why I said it's the B cut side of Baby on Baby. Mm-hmm. Baby on Baby was, I say, damn near perfect from the first track to the last. This one, the only song I really like is Vibes on here and Gospel and Vibes sound like Should. Just a, I mean, it's very similar to Should. Mm-hmm. A lot of these songs always sound alike. And one thing I always admired the baby on was that he always stayed true to his style mm-hmm. and he's never he never deviate from it. But another problem with that is if you don't do something else interesting, whether it be voice inflection or choosing better beats that you can write on. I mean, he did fucking Lil Nas X Panani remix. He did his same flow that he always does. But the production is vastly different from what he used to that made it interesting. Mm-hmm. He was on the Truth Hurts remix as well. Different production he usually does, but he does he sticks to his own style and it came out good. So even Under the Sun with J. Cole and Lou, that's not the type of production you hear on this album. Same style he always does, but he actually had a fire verse. Here is just like, I've heard this 20 times already from you, bro. This is your second album you dropped when this album came out Friday. Baby Baby on Baby came out March, April, June. Sorry, I skipped a whole month. April, May, June, July, August, September, October. Seven months. You've, you've already, we hear you constantly every day. Yeah. Do we really need a second album seven months later? So you think you should have waited a little bit longer? Oh, yes. I, not everyone can be future. <laughs> not everyone can be Young Thug, where they can drop projects like three, four, five, seven months because... For for them, it works. I, I never really understood why, because they're very they're similar as well. Especially Future, he doesn't deviate from his style at all. Thing is, Future actually does take some artistic risk, like his future um, Hendrix mm-hmm. when he was singing on the album. I hated that project. But, <laughs> but it was different. Like he was just singing all throughout. The nigga can't sing, but it kept me interested to listen to it. And with Future, he always there's always a little spin he does. Does in all his projects, and on top of that, he was making great music on his run. 
56 Nights. Um, what's that? What's the what's the mixtape with him? With when he had um, he looked like a monster. Was it called Monster? I don't remember. But he had he went on that huge mixtape run, which is like, oh shit, this is fire. Everyone tried to copy that. It doesn't work for everybody. He it worked for him originally, but this album's like the first big miss. Mm-hmm. And it's just like we didn't need this, bro. Like he sold 150k records off this album. Off this album, 150k, second album. He is hot right now. Like, he's arguably the hottest rapper out right now. Did you re- did we really need a second album? You couldn't tell me you couldn't wait till sometime early 2020. At at the I agree earliest. with you. Yeah, he could have waited a little bit longer because he is very popular. Like I was reading some stuff and people were just saying how he'd been on everybody's songs. Like and I feel like I don't know, do you like him more on his own songs or he's featuring other people's? So far I like him better when he's okay, wait. Let me, let me go. Let me not rush that. Mm-hmm. He has great music just by by himself. I mean, his like I, I said, "Baby on Baby" is fired throughout. Mm-hmm. Um, what's that song called? Walker Texas Ranger. It's, it's fucking amazing. I think that's his best song. Then "Baby on Going Baby." I love that song. Should like he has plenty of songs by himself. Just everything after the project, after the um, "Baby on Baby" was features. Mm-hmm. Now leading up to this project, <clears throat> it's like, okay, your features were better than this album right here. So that either you're rapping too much, you don't, you're not really giving yourself a break. So that mean a lot of the content you're saying is not does not it's not really substantive. And on top of that, you're still in the you're still in this. I don't want to say baby on like he's still on this baby on baby sound, where it's like everything sounds like the project. Mm-hmm. So it's like you're just giving me a rehash. It's like preheated. It's like reheated food. Like wow, you're just going back to the microwave. Just put something in the fridge you already um, left left for um, the other night. Put it in the microwave and say, "Here, nigga, fuck, damn, cause stop complaining." <laughs> That's all he did. Like he literally like, "Damn, y'all want more music here, nigga? Damn!" And just like, I mean, I, how do you feel about artists just dropping albums successively like this? Like, just not giving a break. Do you think it's a good idea? Do you prefer it? I think it depends on the artist, and it depends on how much I listen to them. Um, because, like, for example, when Chris Brown dropped, like, those really, really long albums, I honestly didn't listen to all of them. And then, like, I think he dropped them pretty, like, relative within each other. Um, he dropped... What was the last... When, when, when did... What was that last Dancing on the Moon or some shit? What was that album called? I forgot. That came out in 2017, I believe. Yeah, it came out. I don't out know 20... why I feel like it was so recent. I mean, he gave or you maybe 50 because, songs. Maybe that is why, because <laughs> it's so many. Like I don't know. He gave you it takes 50... you a while for them to get I popular. See, I have yet to even finish both of those albums. Yeah. I... So um, I think it depends for me. Heartbreak um, on the Full Moon. Okay, yeah. I think it depends on me and depending on who the artist is. If I really like them that much, uh, how long it's been since their last album. Oh I just think it's a lot of stuff. Yeah, it came out 2017, Heartbreak on the Full Moon. I mean, legit. Chris Brown, I stopped. What track did I start? I stopped on that track with, with um, Dej Loke, number 10. I didn't even get past <laughs> number 10. And I, like, that was a long <laughs> album, man. That was a long. He even gave us a bonus track edition. 
and with with like six more, five more songs. Then he gave us a deluxe Christmas version. Yep, yep. This nigga is a terrorist. Like, wow. This nigga, I call him a terrorist. There's no reason he had to give give me this much music, bro. He a terrorist. And then on top of that, his indigo. I ain't even got past Pat track seven. I'm like, I'm done with this shit. Uh, as soon as I heard track seven, I'm like, oh damn, how much I got left? And my phone wouldn't stop scrolling. <laughs> I'm like, nope. Nope, I'm I'm not yeah. doing this. Yeah. So, I mean, so you're not. So it really depends on the artist. Right? Mm-hmm. So would you say the Drake formula works better? Because he's the artist. He's been criticized for dropping albums too soon, but he really rates every year to drop an album. So would you prefer at least at the minimum every year you drop an album, or you want to do like the future route, where every three, four, five months you like, here, nigga, here's a new mixtape, bang. I really it just depends on the artist, like. I don't even know, like. So it's the baby that kind of artist who can do it. In your- um, I like the baby, but like you said, it is really similar. So I wouldn't be, I would be eager to hear something new. Like if he was drop something completely yeah. new, but if he was doing, I do another album similar to like this, I wouldn't be like that pressed over it. Yeah, and I mean, I also want to make another side comment. I'm mad how how Chance the Rapper gets on everybody project. Drops a fire ass verse, but he couldn't do that for his own album. That's just sick to me. LOL. That's so sick. That's so sick to me. I'm. I mean, low key, it worked out though, because the baby had a fire ass verse on Hot Shower. Terrible record. <laughs> Terrible record. But you know, and he just dropped a, a very mid album. So out of one to ten, from zero to ten, how would you rate this? Um, six point five. Damn, you gave it six point five. That's kind of high. It was some songs I did still like. That's why. I'm going to get this a four. A four out of ten. Mid. I, when I say mid, it's, it's like, it's, it's lucky even be a five. I can light five, maybe. Like light five. Like, hella light. I understand. So, like, I mean, this album was, was just not it. Young Ma album. We didn't talk about that. But Young Ma album kind of hits harder than this shit. I haven't listened to it, so... It's all literally it's all it's all bars. Like I did hear that she is a great rapper. Larry, that's all she is. Like she's all bars. If you go in there to hear some like very good sounding instrumentals and music, nah, bro. Like she gonna beat your head over with bars, bro. <laughs> like that's all she does. But I heard we have something that happened in the news today with um Lizzo and Icky. You know what happened between those two? Man, yeah, they got some beef going on. Like is it is it about like they about the fight fight beef like? I don't and, think they gonna scrap. But well, okay, if they scrap, who gonna win? I don't think Iggy could fight. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I just don't think she that type. I actually agree. I actually agree with. <laughs> I think I think Lizzo gonna give her a nice one two combo. It's I think so rap. too. It's gonna be a wrap. Over. She gonna use her white privilege. And Iggy is just call the police. That's all she gonna do, bro. So what happened between them exactly? So on Twitter, well, I guess you talk about the billboard first. No, you can bring, you can talk. You can go on Twitter because you're gonna bring the billboard up eventually. Okay, so um, on Twitter, but I feel like all right, we're gonna go like this. So Lizzo, Truth Hurts has been on Billboard Hot 100 chart for what five weeks? Five weeks. I want to say five weeks. I, thought it was I think it six. is five weeks. If it goes to six, then it's gonna go over Iggy's fancy because Iggy was the last person to hold fancy or six weeks at fancy. Yeah. Um, so basically, Iggy tweeted uh, to go stream the next song, number two song, which is what's the name of that song again? Scenery. 
Yes. With Sean Mendez and Camilla Cabela. Right, which was low-key disrespectful. It was real disrespectful. So basically, they was going back and forth on Twitter. Some Twitter beef. Um, like, Iggy changed her Twitter name to Stream Senorita. Uh, like, it was just real crazy. This is why you don't mess with white women. But go ahead. Keep going. Keep going. And then, like, um, it just got real controversial. A lot of Iggy Azalea fans were trying to go up on Lizzo underneath her comments, talking crazy. Um, Iggy. And then, like, Lizzo made a remark saying that... Um, to go stream uh, Fancy, but she talked about the other rapper who on the song instead of yeah. talking about Iggy. And Iggy basically was like, I mean, I was rapping on that song too, but don't nobody care. I it mean, was just a real big thing, man. We don't, we don't. Okay, first off, what are your thoughts on Iggy as a Um, When Iggy first came out, I think I was into her just a little bit. But um, I don't really care for her anymore. Um, I know a lot of people say that she uses and uh, takes black culture and using her music. Um, How do you feel about that? First of all, do you think she did? Um, I think she tries to use it to her advantage somewhat. Wait, she's just white, ain't she? She's, she's Australian. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> she's she's from the down under, my dear. Yeah, like, she is Australian. <laughs> she's okay. Australian. She has she has the accent and all when she not on stage or when she not on Instagram shaking her ass. That's she the accent is is disappears when she rapping rapping. So she's faking us, okay. Oh, you didn't know that? You know she was from I really didn't pay attention. I think I knew she was from Australia, but I just forgot because I just see, figured I mean, she was she, just white. She, she's forgettable. I mean, she is white, but she also. When you she is ask, special white? Yeah, she is special. Like, there's American white and there's like other kinds of white. <laughs> she Australian white. So, like. Got it, got it. The fact that she. I don't want to say no about black culture, but she does. She actually em, emulates it better mm-hmm. than a lot of these white Americans here. Low key, low key impressive, bro. Like, how you know all this shit all the way, <laughs> all the way over there with them giant ass spiders and shit? Like, how you know that? But then when she started rapping and talking, and you actually see it, she like, oh, she just, she just literally just like, she probably, she, she probably just went through movies from the Jim Crow era. Like, that's how black women act and just start like. My thing with this whole, I just don't get why Iggy got so offensive. Like that's her only accolade. Because all all Lizzo said, she said, "Y'all, if we keep this up for two more weeks, Truth Hurts could be the longest female rap number one of all time." Right now, it's Fancy. Can we do it? Like Fancy had his time. It's gone over. Like I don't get why she got so offensive. I don't think she was throwing no shade at Iggy at all. She wasn't. It's just what else has Iggy done since then? So you think she was using it to become relevant again? No, not relevant again, but just like what has she what has she released that's good after that? Oh, okay. So you're saying fancy was her only thing. Yeah. I mean, you don't remember how, did you see the video of where she was rapping in Sway in the morning and she did a freestyle and somebody called. I actually think it's fake, but it's still funny. Where it was like, she got done, it's like, hey Mike, tell me what you think. Aiden man was like, get the fuck off the airways. <laughs> <laughs> no, you did not see that. <laughs> I think it was fake, but, like, it's so funny. Like, we all think she sucks, and Fancy was just one catchy-ass song. Mm-hmm. But really, do you remember her verse? Uh, <laughs> real talk, I'm the realist. Something like Go that. Go ahead. You remember the chorus, though. I'm so fancy. Right. It's been a while. You already know. 
Charlie Charlie X C I. She's um she's a pop star. Mm-hmm. So it's like we all remember that verse. Take out that chorus. Let it be anything else. Do you think that song would still be as good? Double G I G I E E E Like come on. I don't know why I was so into that song. I really used to like that song. That's crazy. I'm very disappointed in you. I look, bro. I knew it was 2014. So I, I we have. I want to tackle this though, because like she hasn't done anything since Senorita. I mean, look at she first off she was signed to Grand Hustle, Ti. Okay, dropped her like a fucking hat, bro. Mm. Dropped her ass. You know how long it could Gi um Ti to drop Young Dro after after um Shoulder Lean? No, my bad. Tokyo Diamonds. That was like I was like I was in middle school. He ain't dropped that nigga till like 2015, 2016. I think I, that's when he released um forgot what song he had, but it was a very popular song on social media. He Tia's not the type of person to drop you immediately. He actually like will stick with you even if you're not selling shit. Mm-hmm. She was selling and he was just tired of her. That's the reason why she's not she does not have a good personality. I mean I con- I don't condone cheating, but you gotta understand why Nick Young did it though. Like, come on now. Like, like, there's gotta be something about her that make you say, nah, bro. Nah, bro. I wonder what it is. Nah, you, I mean, you tell me. Is there any, do you sense any authenticity in her, in her music? I don't, I really, I haven't listened to her. Boom! All I got is fancy. You don't even go out to even listen to her music. Honestly, the only thing that's like recent that I think she put out was. That one music video with Tyga, did you oh, see that? Oh yeah, I mean she went. She was going through her through her. Damn, I got a big. I'm a big booty white girl. Yes, yeah. that I saw That's that. Like, and then she had um, Sally Walker. Sally, as well. yep, yeah. Sally Walker. So like, look, bro. She knows she a thick white girl, mm-hmm. and she know niggas for whatever. You can be busted in the face. For some reason, niggas see a, a white girl with a big ass, they go crazy. Hell I don't yeah. know what. It, oh look, actually, scratch that. Let me let me lower the bar. You just gotta be a white girl on Snapchat reciting to some trap music. Niggas won't give you pipe. Let's ju- let's just call it what it is. She knew what she was doing. Yeah, she got a fat ass. I ain't gonna I ain't gonna lie on, on the mic. Come on now. <laughs> I saw that shit move. Bro. I know what I'm looking at. Oh my goodness. But come on, I ain't gonna be out here like damn. I love Nikki. I love. Oh shit, I even got her name wrong. I love Iggy, Iggy music. I had fat though. I'm like hell no. I'm like damn. Thanks for the twerk video. I ain't gonna check out your music. Do you remember the Tiger song? The name of it. No, wasn't like ass something. But you remember the video. Yeah, you remember the video. I remember the dancers. You don't. You you don't. You don't remember. I mean, you probably. Do you even remember how Sally Walker sounds like? I I know little Sally Walker because I know what it's based off of. Mm -hmm. So that's why I remember it. Oh, excuse. Oh yeah, the song and for the song with Tiger was called Cream. Oh yep. Okay. Even then, see his, his his. I think this is the perfect um. This, I think this encompasses Iggy Azalea, just one. T.I. had a song called No Mediocre with Iggy Azalea. Iggy got on the track. For a song to be called No Mediocre, her shit was bad. You can't be on the, like, No Mediocre. I remember this, the first of the chorus, the songs ain't that good anyway, let's be <laughs> honest. But, like, you was trash on this motherfucking beat. He made it up. There was, like, um... Forgot the, the the kind of drum is called. Oh shit, I forgot. But it had an island feel to it. Okay. It was a hip hop song. Had you know, it had every everything with that um, hip hop production wise. It had the island feel to it though. So when she gets on there, 
You're a white girl with a big ass. Literally, you cannot fuck this up, bro. Like, imagine Chris Paul. If you remember the Chris Paul and Blake Griffin, DeAndre Jordan days, Chris Paul would just lob it up. One of them two niggas would just jump high up and get it. It's supposed to be 100% conversion rate. You a big ass, you a white girl with a big ass from Australia, and, and you the new threat to Nikki. You literally cannot fuck this up. And she just fumbled the bag. Fumbled the bag. And that's when everything from there just went start, start going downhill. That was five years ago. Yeah, I remember people telling her to just stick to modeling. She she's a good model. I will give her that. She gives some nice pictures. Oh, she a good model. I mean, I would never, you know, I'm not even gonna say that. But, <laughs> but so then when we get to Lizzo, and here's, so we already confirmed that she's unlikable. Mm-hmm. When we get to Lizzo, what do we know about Lizzo? We, have you even seen any one person say anything bad about Lizzo? Yeah, I think that's the thing too. Like. Lizzo, for the most part, is a very positive person who promotes, you know, being happy with yourself and, you know, loving your body. So I think that's why people, or why I was just so confused. I'm like, as far as to my knowledge, Lizzo not doing nothing to nobody. So, and she all about positivity. Lizzo had, had, had the nigga from Malcolm in the Middle shoot his shot. Really? Yeah. That man was like, hey, Lizzo, um, I can be your accessory. Just hang me around your neck or whatever. And I was just like, damn, nigga, that's how <laughs> I see you. I mean, she... I think she's probably she's probably a very lovable person. Oh, yeah, she definitely is. Yeah, yeah. But how long ago Fancy came out? 2014. 2014? Mm-hmm. Truth Hurts came out in 2017. Okay. It's two years old. Mm, yeah. Probably even more than that, if I'm counting when it actually was released and and when she recorded it. Okay. So let's say three when she recorded it. It took two, two, three years for it to get number one. That slow buildup. Fancy, it was like just immediate. But there's but there's a there's a key difference there. Because as you can see, Lizzo um, had a slow progress to the top. And that's when everything just fall in place for her. Mm-hmm. The fan base lover, social media lover, corporations lover. That's what she got. She's in, I can't believe, you know, imagine how many endorsements deals she has. There's no one can say any bad PR against her. Mm-hmm. She ain't causing no problems. She she driving the boat with Megan. <laughs> she hanging with Nikki. She on the runway with Tyra. Not, like she, she in every status fair. What about Iggy? She on her fucking... She's in, her, she's in her home, on her fucking phone, just typing away, stream Cinerito. That's not even your fucking song. Right. It's not even your song. First off, Camila, Camila Cabela and Shawn Mendes, I know you saw the video video of them kissing. Kissing, yes. That shit was, I was like, it was just weird. That I shit was disturbing. Yeah, that, that was weird. That looked like, low-key, that looked like two sixth graders just, just finally had a chance to first to, to make out for like the first time. like two dogs like, looking at each other. Like, like, come on, that shit was disgusting. It was like two horses, bro. Like, <laughs> come on. All you saw was, the fuck you y'all doing? Yeah. You, you telling me, you telling me you really support that song? You couldn't You couldn't just take the high road and just say, just like, or even be smart. Hey, you know, once you get that, maybe in the background, let's work on a collab. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't know why she took it so offensive. Like she ain't got nothing else. We've already girl, settled. It. We, like, we we have settled. She has nothing else. And she know that. We all know that. Bro, there's a reason why we tell her to do porn. Oh damn, I didn't want to say that. But <laughs> there's a reason you why you say stick to modeling. <laughs> I mean, modeling too. But there's a reason why niggas tell her stick to porn. Like we tell her to go to porn. There's. I mean, do you really want to hear her music? 
Are you when the last time you been in the car or regard hanging out with somebody say, hey, put on that Iggy Azalea? Never. Never. Not once. If you're talking about top five rappers right now, where would you place Iggy? Not there. Top ten. <laughs> not there. She's top not 15. she's not relevant no more. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure when that song first came out, like, we was what, in middle school? Like, we probably was really into Iggy and was like, fancy, I'm not gonna lie, fancy was really popular back then but it it's just not no more so then so now do you think there's a bigger issue at hand the fact that Iggy who is an Australian white woman we already settled the differences there mm-hmm. she's she's from she's a white woman for Australia and she's not letting this black girl from Minnesota no she's from Michigan actually shine oh I put you on the spot. I know. I don't. And then, and then, just like a professor, you gotta give me reasons why. Boom. Okay. That's tough because I don't want to just because obviously I know it's like a thing with her taking black culture, but I don't want to just say like I don't know because it could be like the typical white girl who like black men but don't respect black culture or women. Um... I don't know, cause I don't want to just say that about her, about her. Okay. But, um, so, 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 would you say had there has been a pattern of this kind of behavior, not in, in, in technically calling out people, but her using black culture, being uh, the negative, uh, using a caricature caricature of black women to promote herself and her music. Have you seen that pattern with her throughout her career? I don't. Has she done this before to another black artist? Not to another black. Not what to extent what she did to Lizzo, but all her other actions prior to this. Um, I mean, she was a. She literally called herself a slave master in one song, and she a white woman. See, wasn't aware of that. Was <laughs> so, not aware of that. So, she thought it was a fire ass bar. Like, no, it's not. And you know, and just look how she carries herself. Look how she dresses. Look how she talks. When she's using her fake accent, she doesn't talk how she normally talks. She talks like a quote unquote black woman. Quote, please understand music quotation mark people. <laughs> that's how people. That's how. And even if that's not intended, which I don't think so. I think it is intentional. That's what the masses, aka white America, hear you as. So isn't there a pattern of that kind of behavior? Given the information you just gave me, I would say yes. So, um, so then, now would you now with that this newfound information, <laughs> are you willing to say that this is what she's doing, and that this is not just now even a pattern no more? This is just a part of her, um, part of her, just a trait of her. It might be. It honestly might be. And then, how so? How does that make you feel as a black woman? I mean. I guess I don't care. I mean, I don't care because it's not affecting me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would say I feel bad because I, it might affect um, Lizzo. It might not. Um, it's just I just don't listen to Iggy no more. I guess it would just be, you know, a respect thing. Like, I wouldn't respect her as much. But I personally think it wouldn't really matter because she's not popular. So it wouldn't affect, like, her sales, fan base, that type of stuff. I mean, I'm surprised she has stands. That's why, that, yeah, like it was people under Lizzo tweets going crazy, and I'm like, 
You also like her? I'm like, surprised she. I mean, I should. Any everybody has stands now except Kevin Durant. Everybody has <laughs> stands now, bro. So it was like, so I was. I mean, I was just like, damn, they really out here fighting. But like to me, and I'm. I mean, I'm speaking from black man's perspective. I don't like what she does. It's you. We've you've been called out on it several times. Now I don't think what she did with Sally Walker, which was predominantly a black um, nursery song. I don't think it was that egregious, but like you have a pattern of doing stuff like this to profit off the black community, to profit off black ideals, to profit off black art, and you don't show any respect towards it. Mm-hmm. That pisses me off a lot. Like, how could you do that? Our inspiration, our art, what we created inspired you, and you just come in from a whole nother country and just made a profit off it. And then on top of that, you don't even like give respect to the people before you. Cause I remember there was a whole thing about she doesn't, she didn't, she, she didn't really know or respected um past hip hop artists. That's when that's when Azalea Banks was like, when people actually last time people liked her when she talked shit about Iggy. That's the only time people care what Azalea Banks had to say. <laughs> so it's like, you've done all this. You should know better at this point. Just I mean, but are you surprised? By by who? By, what, Just by, yeah. I mean, I'm not surprised, but I'm more surprised that she stooped to this level over a song that came out five year, five years ago. Like my, you, the song was not gonna get hot again. Like, mm-hmm. do you love hearing the accolade, highest, longest charting hip hop women? I mean, cool. I mean, it's, I mean, it's a good accolade. But no one's saying you're the best. <laughs> you're, no one mistaking you for the like. As much as I don't like, I've said it. I, I don't like Nikki. At least when when someone says she's the best, I can get the argument behind it. Like mm-hmm. I can see why they say she's the best. Who the fuck even can consider she's the best? Her fans. <laughs> <laughs> like you just said, there's there's more hip female hip hop artists right now than ever. She's not even considered top fifteen. So, like, who are you? You should know better. Just shut the fuck up and don't be heard from again. And another person who needs to, well, not shut the fuck up, but he needs to start sticking with what he said he's going to give us is Kanye West. Yeah. Because this, I don't know what it's been about for the past three albums. And, and I'm, I'm going to get to the actual topic um, later, but it just hit me. Like, he's had terrible album releases for the past three projects. The Life of Pablo, um, Yay, and this new album, Jesus is the King. For for The Life of Pablo, he originally dropped it on his website. Wasn't available. We all got it. All we got was a most deaf, um, a most deaf memo. And it was long as shit. I don't even fucking remember it. I turned it off. <laughs> like I, I came here for the album. Love most deaf, though. Shout out <laughs> to you. Great rapper. So and we didn't get the album until a little bit later. Then on top of that, he changed a lot of aspects of the album like two, three weeks later after it dropped. And it was like, why can't you just done that first, then drop a complete album that we actually like? Because now the updated album, which a lot of people haven't heard, is better than the one we actually, he dropped originally. So then with Ye, it was supposed to drop after the listening party, and it didn't. We had to wait a whole six, like 12 hours just for the album to come out again. He dropped it early in the morning mm. on that Friday and during summer in, in May. Yeah. So, no, it wasn't. No, my bad. It was June. So, again, he says he's going to give us a product. 
he withheld it. He changed a lot of songs from it. Ecstasy was supposed to be on the project. For some reason, he didn't put it there. Whatever. Jesus is the king. We have Kim Kardashian saying, oh, he's dropping this Friday. And Kanye was like, wow, I didn't know that. That's crazy. And we still don't have a fucking album. Saturday, he did a uh, Sunday service in Detroit, Chicago, New York. It was supposed to drop Friday after the, the Detroit show. It didn't. So they said, okay, it's going to drop Sunday in the afternoon. So he did the Chicago show. We already knew it was expected. It was not going to drop on that Saturday. So when he went to New York, we like, okay, it's going to drop in um, in the afternoon. It didn't. So like, okay, it's going to drop by night after the Sunday service. Now it didn't. And now we have a, it doesn't even have a release date. So it went from, you had two, three possible release times for one album to, nah, bro, I don't know when you're going to get it. My fault. Mm. <laughs> and, and it's just like, why can't he, why is he doing this? Like, it. I mean, he's a, people still going to flock to his music, but, like, it makes me tune out and care less about the album this way. I mean, how do you feel about that? Um, I did see some people who did talk about the um, the listening party in Detroit. And, for, I mean, it was only, like, a few people they did enjoy it. I honestly would say I really don't listen to Kanye West anymore because of the whole politic things he did. Yeah. Um, he might be using this as a PR tactic to make people more interested, or he might be releasing songs to people at these listening parties, seeing what songs they don't like, do like, taking them off, making new songs. I don't know if he if that's what he's doing. Um, I don't know. I don't really care for Kanye no more. Yeah, so that that leads perfect into. So, are you aware that Jesus is the Jesus is the King is supposed to be a gospel album? I assume so, um, just based off the name. But um, yeah. and I know he's been doing a lot of gospel music lately and remixing songs. Um, but I'm not. I wasn't interested in looking for it to come out. Basically. Okay, so since you, so you already made know you're not interested in listening to the album. How do you feel about him using gospel music to to fix his image? If he was being genuine. Then okay, but obviously I don't know if he actually is being genuine. Do you think he is? I don't know because he did all that stuff for like Trump. Like, how are you? And it was so much controversy about his like viewpoint and what he did and politics, all the things he said, wearing the magna hats, like all that kind of stuff. Um, so I don't know if he's being genuine. I don't know if he's honestly using this a way to get back on the good graces of the black people because obviously a lot of black people are really into gospel music. And from the remixes he has done, I have seen a lot of black people interested in Jesus is the King because of the remixes of the gospel songs he's done and released. Um, so no, I really don't think it's genuine. I don't think he changed that quickly. Okay, interesting. Uh, <laughs> I mean, first off, I saw I saw pictures of the um, the event in Detroit. Mm-hmm. And I literally, I literally asked, like, is there really that much white people in Detroit? Because I never seen that. Like, I know Detroit is like the highest city, no, has the most black black people in any city in the United States, mm-hmm. highest black population. Oh wow! And I've never and from that from his event, I'm like, yo, there's a lot of white people there, bro. They can't be from Detroit. They gotta be from like Metro Detroit or some shit. Probably so. So that's one. That's one thing I want to comment on. But with the the question I asked you. I don't think he's being genuine about this. I mean, he I think he's always been um 
religious. Mm-hmm. I always, I, I do believe that. He, I mean, there's a lot of messages he's, in his music that do support that. Even if he questions it, I think anybody who has any belief or faith sometimes do question the man above. I mean, I think that's just me. But I think he's just using this to rebuild his image. I don't, I don't really get how. One, I'm not even interested in the album because I don't like gospel music. So like. I'm I'm I mean let me not say I'm not interested. I'm gonna check it out, but mm-hmm. I'm not I don't have any hopes. I don't like gospel music. So on on top of that, it just feels also sudden. Now to me, if I see it as a man who's using who's creating this kind of music for self-habilitation to fix to heal himself. I mean, usually when someone's going through a rough patch, they do lean on faith and religion to get them through whatever it is that mm-hmm. has them down on them. I definitely agree. He could be using that to build himself back to who he used to be. I don't know about who he used to be. I mean, he's already stuck in Kardashians. Like That is true. Um, but you never know if he is. If he is being genuine, he might be trying to go back to his ways. But I wouldn't believe it. <laughs> I mean, I don't think he's going back to his ways. I mean, okay, wait. Let me walk back on. I don't think he's being genuine. Because honestly, you're right. We don't know. I don't mm. really know. I mean, because I can, I can see the, I can understand the process of how he got there. I'm just questioning the man who he's been for the past three years, with who he's associated with, mm-hmm. and how they profit off literally everything. Like if we got on Iggy for black, um, using black culture to make a profit. We gotta, we can't ignore what the Kardashians do. They sell anything, anything. To, they date only black people. Kylie left Ty, Travis to go back to Tiger at two a.m. in the studio. So like, come on now. Ooh. So like, so like they, 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 they don't, they don't go. They know who they're going for. Mm-hmm. So it's like once, once I look at that and I look at the actions he's done and the family he's with, I'm like. Is this just another ploy? Like, mm-hmm. but then when I like when I brought up this could be a sense of self rehabilitation because it's the happiest I've seen this man been in like a couple years now. Like every video I've seen him doing his Sunday service or when he's in out in public, this man is happy. I remember there's a period he was mug- he was saying fuck this shit. He yeah. was punching the shit out of paparazzi's. Oh uh, wait, didn't he hit a pole? Yeah, he did hit a pole. He ran into the pole while the paparazzi's ran up. Oh, whooped the nigga ass after that. So like, so like, I can see that he, this is. And hopefully, what I want to see, what, what what I want from the album is that it showcases a journey through a man who, where Kanye, for the first time since my dark twisted fantasy, where you actually explore a man, this, a man thoughts of what what he was thinking during this time, and do some self reflection. Whether he feel he was right or wrong, we can't say that. Right. That's that's for him to decide. Because I think he was wrong, but you know, as an art, that's that's for him to get to mm-hmm. whatever conclusion he reached to. And then whatever he decides, then explain the journey, like any artist should. Kanye has been terrible at sen- at s- sending a coherent message in his music for the past couple of albums. I don't know what the fuck he's been trying to tell me at all. So with that, with this album, I want just to know if you if this is a gospel album, show me, take me to a spiritual journey. Because to me, if you don't, and you just make, I mean, if you're just doing this as a ploy, it's gonna feel like it's a ploy. Just to make good, I don't want to say good records, but just make records that you know people, predominantly African Americans, will love. Because I'm not gonna say white people don't like gospel music, but 
who 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 are the main artists in gospel music? Are they are you using gospel artists, uh, Christian artists, Chris, Christian rappers, Christian singers on your album, or is it just hip hop acts? Are you going to actual church? Well, he's going to actual churches. Are you going to use actual pastors, famous mm-hmm. pastors? Are you going to um the the church in Charlotte in um, North Carolina? Are you going to are you in, in ingratiating these group of people in this community to make it seem like, okay, I really do care about this. Are you just gonna be like, hey, uh, Travis, come hop on the record instead of going to um, what's that one trap? That one Christian rapper, he's really good. Damn, I can't. I'm blanking on today. I'm so, so tired. So like, like, Lecrae. There we go, Lecrae. So are you, are you gonna go to Lecrae, great rapper, to say, hey, let's hop on the record, Christian rapper, Lecrae? Or are you gonna go to Travis for the hit? So those are actions I can see those are genuine, and we don't know because no details came out. Yeah, I think you brought up a lot of interesting uh, points. I've, I, I'm not, I don't listen to gospel music that much either. Um, and like I said, I don't listen to Kanye that much. But I probably will, if it ever drops, look into it and see, like you said, who he got featured on it and just the type of things he did just to see um, how he chose to go about this album. But. Yeah. Because to me, it would be genuine if he has, like, a choir. Mm-hmm. Genuine if he has a choir. I mean, if he has, like, a, a famous church choir with a a, a a Christian singer or rapper, and I'm not saying the whole album has to be just them, but I don't want it to just be one song. Yeah, I understand. I agree. It should be a, They should be evenly spread out to mm-hmm. show that not only I'm creating this music because I think it sounds good, I can do something with it, but then I'm going to prop up the people who, the bedrock of this genre mm-hmm. of gospel music, the mainstream ones, and even underground ones, you can find talented ones you think that fits your artistic vision, because that's always a key point. You just can't add any underground artists. But, and build them up to say, hey, look, this is what I want to show you, not only my own talents, but theirs as well, and why you should listen to this artist and this style of music. And then you, I'm not saying you can have a Travis, but you you want to, it's offset by the fact that you added people who strict to the genre. So that's just my opinion on this. I mean, I don't really want to go in. I don't want to talk about Kanye until the album drops, essentially. When the album drops, I want to review it. I know that. Because okay. we, he has done a lot of things where you just can question. Mm-hmm. I want to see this album, which he has in his last album, yay, answer those questions. Or at least make me understand why he did the things he did and felt the way he felt. So then with that... Do you have any last words for the people? Uh, nope. Nope. <laughs> Not even I have a good week, have a good day. Man, I told them that last time. Y'all people know I want you to have a shit. good week. Y'all you know, know that. You know words of affirmation. That's like a love language. I just learned that shit. Yes, I know. So like, you know people love hearing that shit. Come on. <laughs> now. Go ahead and tell the people have a nice I day. I hope you have a nice day, a great week. I hope you continue to have a great semester. Also, you ain't going to say good luck to the football team. That's crazy. I didn't even know they was having a game. Good luck. <laughs> You know we heard of the game. I don't keep up with the football team, to be honest with you. Wow, we lost. They actually lost to Miami last week, which is like, no wait, was it last week they played? Yeah, they did. So like, I knew they wasn't going. Miami sucks this year, college. Every Miami sports team sucks this year. Hopefully, the Heat can can make me happy. This shit is embarrassing, but you know, as I always say, I hope you guys. I really do hope you have a wonderful weekend, a great week, and trust me, whatever you're going through, you will just get through it. So with that. Those are my final remarks. I hope you guys have a wonderful day. Belle Junet. And since you are fluent Haitian Creole speakers now, I truly hope you do. Mm-hmm.